Welcome to the Remote CEO Show. My name is De Niro Bartolini, AKA De Niro B. I'm an acclaimed business coach and my moonshot is to change the face of work and business forever. With each episode, we bring you some of the most inspiring and insightful interviews with six, seven, eight, and nine figure entrepreneurs to crack the code on how to build your remote empire and have fun while doing it. Thanks for stopping by and let's get started. What's going on, CEOs? The Nero B here with another episode of the Remote CEO Show. Today we're here with Carlos Hernandez. Carlos is a software engineer with experience in digital product development and is the founder of Quaderno, a sales tax compliance software. Carlos is a massive proponent of prioritizing a healthy work-life balance, and he and his employees work five hours a day getting the job done remotely all over the world, just like his software, Quaderno. I'm very excited for this chat, so let's get right into it. Carlos, welcome to the Remote CEO Show. How are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me here. Absolutely. It is my pleasure. I ask every single one of my guests to tell us a bit more about their story. Carlos, what made you become an entrepreneur? Wow, that's a big question <laughs> to start to. Yeah. Uh, well, basically, um, well, basically, because I, uh, I love creating products and I love um, creating solutions to help people in their normal regular lives and yeah um and then yeah in spite of my personality um yeah that's why i, I didn't want to uh, i at the very beginning i worked for like a regular employee for a small research lab and and soon i found out that i needed to create my own business and create my own products for sure mm. Okay, makes total sense. I know a lot of people have this urge, like this energy inside, this just kind of creative energy inside that cannot get fulfilled in a nine to five job. And even if they are working on something creative for something so for someone else, it just has yeah. to be the exact match with personality and culture. And so it makes total sense, man. I, I totally feel you. This is kind of the reason why I'm where I'm at too. And uh so I wanted to know why Quaderno and what do you guys do first off? And then why did you come up with this, you know, specific type of business? Well, um, in fact, before Quaderno, we had a small product, which was quite popular in Spain. It was an invoicing tool for um, mostly for freelancers. And we had that solution. It was working pretty well. But... I wanted to create something bigger and more uh, international. And, and then at that point, I remembered that the Stripe uh, launched their API and I wanted to create something with that. And, and we started creating uh, an invoicing, automated invoicing tool for Stripe users using part of the technology we previously uh, used in the previous projects. Mm -hmm. um and then yeah that was the 
very first version of Koalarna. It was uh, an invoicing tool for Stripe users. Mm-hmm. And then one summer, I got an email from a European customer who was looking a solution to manage the new European tax rules that started in 2015. And I, I remember I thought, wow, this is a big mess for a lot of people, especially small business uh, owners, you know, to deal with so many uh, tax rules, tax rates, um, all those kind of complex uh, topics. Mm-hmm. So I pivoted I pivot a project and I said, well, if I, can I, um, how do you say that? Um, change a little bit the product we already have to, okay, we can keep the uh, Stripe integration and so on, but let's mm-hmm. add these tax features um, because it's going to be a, a big problem. Uh, it's going to help a lot of people. And yeah, and that was the beginning. And then we integrating PayPal and Shopify and many other shopping carts and payment processors. Um, we became a tax management platform instead of a simple invoicing tool. And that's where we are right now. That's fantastic. And so I wouldn't be, you know, the host of the remote CEO show if I didn't ask questions about brand building and making sure that uh, culture stays strong when you're working remotely. Mm. Also, there's something that we were talking about before we pressed the record button, which is very interesting, which is the amount of hours that you guys work at your company. So first, I want you to answer this question, if you don't mind, about creating culture in a remote work environment. So how do you make sure that everybody is kind of on the same page? Do you start from the recruitment process uh, or do Mm -hmm. you ask questions during the interview to make sure that everybody is is on the same page? Uh, Or you just like do very good training throughout the process of, uh, you know, training your staff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so first of all, um, we usually work with people that has previous experience uh, working remotely or they are freelancers and people who can manage their own they know how to manage their own time i think that's very important Mm. Um, because if not it's very i mean working remotely is not suitable for all kind of people you know i mean yeah yeah you need to have some special you know skills in order to to be able to work out of a uh, regular office you know, headquarters and all. Mm-hmm. and yeah so that's the first point and then i think it's uh, transparency is key uh, to create a remote culture so we try to be 100 transparent uh, in the company we share everything or uh, we use um base camp uh, as a yep. project management tool um, we try to publish everything on Basecamp. Everything. I mean, even the finance uh, numbers, um, everybody can see what other people in the company is doing. Yeah, I think it's very important. We share any kind of ideas we have, everything. We just also use our notion um, yeah. to create a knowledge base. Um, and the same, it's a uh, completely transparent. So you can see all the knowledge, even if you are in the marketing team and you are interested in knowing, I don't know, everything, anything more 
about how we manage the calculated tax uh, rates uh, from the engineering point of view. You can do that if you want. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, and I think uh, that's super important as well. And then um, I think it's very important to be super respectful with other people's time. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, yeah, we try to not have too many meetings. And we uh we try to um to uh to improve the writing skills. I mean to make to make people to write almost everything and yep. to uh to put everything on paper, I mean in the yeah. digital world, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everything in a written form instead of uh interrupting your peers with meetings, with continuous meetings and so on. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And then I try to be, um, I don't know, honest with people. Um, and I get that from them as well. So if they need time because the, the kids are at home and they need them to take care of them, it's fine. Um, I mean, it's not a big deal. And it's no vacation time. It's something you can do. And they can do their work. I mean, the most important thing is to um, is also to remove from our minds that eight hours uh, work time, that 40 hours a week uh, work time that is considered like the traditional, that from, I don't yeah. know, from nine to five, something that like traditional schedule. Um, think beyond that. It's uh, where we work um, with goals and projects in mind instead of, uh, you know, yeah. uh, doing a, a regular schedule like other people do. So, yeah. yeah that's what we do. So, I think there's a lot of impact here. We don't have too much time, but I want to target a couple of things that you talked about. First off, mm -hmm. I really like the idea of working with someone that already has um remote work experience i mean i personally think it would have been pretty hard to have that as a prerequisite maybe even five years ago <laughs> but now where the world has gone remote for about three years three and a half yeah. it's not that hard mm -hmm. to find someone that's th that's been able to thrive in an environment like the one that you just described. exactly yeah yeah that's, that's fantastic so that's number one number two um you were talking about putting everything on project management tools we use several ones here as well. We have Todoist, we have Trello, we've used Basecamp, we have yeah, yeah. And and I think again, when it comes to whether you are working in an asynchronous or synchronous uh, remote team, it's always important to have that transparency when it comes to your own accountability, but also, like you said, to have everything to the open for everyone to see. There's a concept that Ray Dalio talks about, which is radical transparency within a business. Uh, like, I mean, I, I'm, I may be misquoting him right now. Maybe it's not exactly radical transparency, but what he talks about is like, if everybody says what they think, including me, including at the top, everybody's always held accountable and is able to say whatever they think, there's going to be a lot more trust within the company. There's something to be said totally. about 
There's something to be said about this. I find that when people come from the, you know, usual big corporate world, nine to five, et cetera, where everybody is putting on a mask before they walk in the office, it's very hard for those individuals to, to feel that the weight of, of, of that, uh, of that openness, right? But once they get used to it, Ray Dalio says it takes about 18 months for some team members to kind of get used to that idea that they can say whatever they want uh, without having to worry about it, obviously in a respectful way, but mm-hmm. holding anything back, the good and the bad. And I think that's fantastic that you're saying this. Um, yeah. yeah. So you said that you guys work 25 hours a week. Is that correct? Did I hear that right? Or Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, that's fantastic. So I wanted to ask you, when it comes to this, um, what are the expectations? Uh, was there, first off, was there a word, a world where you guys were actually before the 25 hours a week, where you had a business where people were working the usual 35 to 40? And so that's question number one. Was there a time that you did that? Question two is, are the expectations when it comes to productivity the same now with a 25 hour a week job uh, when it comes to outcomes or are they less than before because they're working less hours and see, obviously are people happy? I think I know the answer, but I really want to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the work of eight hours a day, I mean, it depends a lot on what kind of job to do, but um my personal experience uh, working as a developer, I mean, being able to be 100% focused more than four or five hours a day is really hard. I mean, you can do it for a few days because you are, you know, you you have to close a project in, in, in a week or something like that, right? But uh, you, as a regular work time, I think it's terrible. Um, and on the other hand, um, I think it's super important to find a good balance between your personal life and your work life, right? Yeah. So I I have a strong opinion um, in this topic. I think uh, work is important, but it shouldn't be as more important than our personal lives. Uh, so I think working five hours a day and being able to if you don't have a lot of interruptions, if you don't have a lot of meetings, I mean, if you are 100% focused on what you're doing, I think it's time enough uh, to do all the things you, you need to do. Yeah. Because I'm, in my experience, when I'm talking to friends and so on, um, who has a, like a regular 40 hours a week um, work, uh, you find out that they spend a lot of time talking, chit-chatting, having stupid meetings. Um, yeah, I love uh, yeah, a lot of phone calls and things like that. I mean, and they spend uh, if if they count the real productive productive uh, hours, it's never more than that four or five hours a day. Uh, yeah, to be generous, in most cases. Um, yeah, so, um, I started working, um, five hours a day since I was a freelancer, like 20 something years ago. Okay. And and when I started working with other people, I asked them to do the same. I mean, I'm going to work with you five hours a day. Does it work for you? I mean, most people say at the beginning, no, no, many people don't believe that. 
See, uh, okay, and then you're gonna pay me the same as if I were working eight hours a day. I said, yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. uh, it's it's not a matter of time, actually. It's a matter of um, achievements, no? Yeah, or, okay. or goals, outcomes. Yeah, totally. So I don't care, and and I'm not gonna ask you if you want to work from nine early in the morning or late at night or maybe some weekends if you need to i mean it's fine as ask you as soon as you have finished your job and you you have your those outcomes outcomes um that's perfect right so the productivity yeah um i think um i mean it's I know that if we work 25 hours a day, maybe we are gonna, not going to be as much productive as a person who's working 100 hours a week. But um, I don't care, honestly. Yeah. If I'm going to be a little bit slower, but my people are going to have better lives and they're going to have m- more time to spend with their kids or their pets or hobbies or whatever they want to make them whatever that makes them happy that's perfect for me yeah. because they're gonna be happy and they and they're gonna invest that five hours every day in like in real yeah. focus and productive work yeah and yeah. that's what i want that's awesome Listen, to have a happy team yeah absolutely i think that what I'm getting out of this is that yes, in the short term, if you were looking at someone, if you're looking at any given specific week of a person that was really going all in, like you said, in the short term, eight hours a day, maybe even 10 hours a day for a, for a full week, for sure, mm-hmm. that team or that person for that week was going to be or is going to be more productive than someone that worked five hours a, a yeah. day, five days. However, what i heard and what i think it's also also true is the fact that these team members of yours these a players of yours they're giving their best during those five hours and 25 hours a week year after year after year they're going to think about it twice three four five times before they're going to look for another job yeah. you because yes they where they are and what that does is create culture over a long period of time which compounds exactly those synergies that you work so hard to build between team members, between management and and, and frontline staff is they're going to sub, they're going to be substantially stronger over the long term instead of a team that's going to be burned out after mm-hmm. five, six months, after a year. Because let's be honest, there's so many opportunities out there out there like uh, nowadays. There is remote work everywhere. There is flexible jobs everywhere. A lot of mm-hmm. people are offering so many different perks. So if someone is working, let's say for a company that's getting, you know, they're working those eight hours a week, uh, eight hours a day, they're getting stressed out. Sometimes they're like, oh, I don't know. Let me see if there's anything better out there. Better, you know, quote unquote better, because obviously we all know that the grass is always greener elsewhere. But when they have the opportunity to do what you're doing right now, that's the competitive advantage of having a team that really is sticking to 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 that same company uh, for years to come, right? Exactly. And this is not about working harder, but it was about working smarter. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, working only for 25 hours a week or five hours a day makes you choose your bothers, your priorities, no? 
the real things, the, the, the things you really need to do instead of us spending time and because you know your time is limited absolutely so you need to yeah carlos i wanted to ask you a question regarding your your business is there anything exciting that's coming down the pike that you want to share with our audience uh yeah um recently we changed our uh our branding with a new logo new marketing site and we are very excited about that we are working on improving it even more. Um, yeah, and we are working on integrating new platforms and integrating Coderno um, with uh, electronic invoicing, which is something that's going to be uh, a new challenge in the business world, especially in Europe and in many yeah. um, countries around the world. And yeah, um, that's the future of Coderno. That's cool. Carlos, I am sure that my listeners will want to know more about you and Coderno. So where can people find you guys online? Yeah, our website is quaderno.io, uh, quaderno with Q. Um, yeah, and we are quaderno on Twitter as well. Perfect. Again, Carlos, thank you so much for being at the Remote CO Show. I'm looking forward to having you guys back here in the future. But in the meantime, enjoy the rest of your day. Sure. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye. And this is it for today, CEOs. Thanks for staying with us until the end. Can I ask you a big favor? Can you please leave a review? I know the podcast app is not super straightforward. So if you don't know how to leave a review, just DM me on Instagram at denierob, D-E-N-I-E-R-O-B. And I will send you the direct link to the review section and to show you my appreciation, I will answer any business question you ask me during that conversation. So thank you again, and I will talk to you again soon.